Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everyone. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today I'm excited to be speaking to Brandon Brown. Brandon is the Vice President of Product Experience and Creative for the FMG Suite family of companies. Brandon also was at FMG Suite on day one when we opened the doors. Brandon is an expert on video. He has extensive background in video production, and he's appeared in hundreds of FMG videos. You probably have seen him. In today's podcast, we're going to be giving you the video playbook. We're going to be giving you some inside knowledge on how to create a video. We're going to be talking about what equipment to use, what to wear, framing your video shoot, how often you should produce a video, and Brandon is even going to give you a few tips on what types of makeup you may need. At the end of the podcast, we're going to answer the oh-so-important question, should I write a blog or create a video? The answer may surprise you. Now on with the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Brandon Brown, who is the Vice President of Creative here at FMG Suite, family of companies. Hey, Brandon. Hey, hey, Mike. How's it going? Great. Great. Today... Uh, we're going to be talking about how to use video. So open a browser, grab a notepad, take some notes, because we're going to be passing along a lot of tips at a really fast pace here, everybody. Um, video is incredibly, uh, has become incredibly popular and useful uh, as, a, as a communications tool. And uh, Brandon is really right on the forefront, so he's going to be providing a lot of information along. Uh, so, Brandon, let's set the stage for everyone. Sure. You're Vice President of uh, Product Experience and Creative for the FMG Suite family of companies. Mm -hmm. Give yep. everybody your elevator pitch about what you do. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, so my biggest role here is in making sure that the creative, meaning kind of the, the artwork, um, the videos, the writing, that sort of thing um, that we're creating for our customers uh, is the most strategic it possibly can be from a marketing standpoint for them. Um, uh, and then where that kind of couples to product experience is, is really kind of just making sure that we're holding our teams accountable to um, making it something that's really useful for the advisors that it's not just in theory, this is a good idea. It's actually practically a good idea. Um, so, so that's kind of a, uh, where my connection to video comes in is we're talking about video every single day. Every day, it's yep. true. And just for everyone's background, Brandon was uh, like myself really here when we opened the doors on day one. That's right, and, how and, long ago was that? Oh gosh, 2011? Okay, yeah. Something like that? All right. Yeah. And uh, Brandon was the run that really brought us into the video age. Uh, most of us had a background at that point, uh, really more along the print lines and some of the presentation lines, mm -hmm. but we really uh, expanded through video and uh, uh, kind of through Brandon's eye and 
a lot of his uh, giving direction and production on how to do it. So yeah, uh, and it's maybe just worth kind of mentioning. That's what my background is in. Yeah. I, I probably should have started with that. Is is uh, you know uh, uh, as far as the kind of my schooling goes, we're talking film school, then a master's in motion graphic design, which is all the animations and the stuff that you see, uh, and then uh, and then prior to this, um, being a, a creative director at a, a a video technology company that worked with you know companies like Time Warner and Comcast and things like that. So so my background was uh, nearly purely video and video marketing. Right, right, yeah. It's uh, And really when we started FMG, video was not nearly as easy as it is to use now. Yeah, right, It right. was much tougher. We mm-hmm. had to do things like go to studios and do mm-hmm. and, and uh, go off-site, whereas now it's much different. Yeah, yeah, I, the idea, I mean, actually, if you go back that long, it, shooting video on your phone wasn't really an option at that point. Right. It was an idea, you, right? You, right? You, you could do it, but you would, no one would never consider that uh, um, professional production, whereas that's completely changed. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's start there because that was really kind of uh, where I wanted to start with. Uh, you know, video is a tool that you know years ago was really reserved for the high producing advisors. Right. High producers were able to afford the cost of video, but but that's all changed. As you mentioned, now you can do it on the phone. Give, a, give everybody an idea of why video is so powerful and why they should consider it uh, using it even more in their marketing efforts. Yeah, so so I can couple this to kind of how we make decisions about video here at FMD Suite, right? Whether it, we'll have a we'll have an idea for a content piece, right? And and Mike is you're you're a big part of this too. Um, we'll sit, we'll talk about an idea that we want to create, and then we'll ask which medium does this really belong in. You know, what's the best way to communicate this idea? So some, sometimes you'd say, okay, great, an infographic is going to be the best way to communicate this. Maybe something like a, um, a tax law changes would right, really lend right. itself to a, a before and after infographic. Um, but there's other things that it becomes really obvious that the video is going to, a video is going to be the best medium for it. Um, and the big advantages that video brings as a medium over other things like an article or an infographic um, is that it really allows for a linear connection to be made, right? It allows you to, one, tell a story, mm-hmm. right, to mm-hmm. speak it in your own time versus letting somebody jump around through headlines or something like that. And it and in the case when it comes to vid- advisors making video, it's usually of themselves, right, or people right. in their office. Right. Right. So the big advantage there is the opportunity for a human connection to be made. Sure. Um, for that, them to virtually, you know, spend time with you without actually having to book something on your calendar. Right. So that, I'd say that's probably, the, to me, the biggest advantage. And and what you see most advisors doing with video is supplementing human connection, right? You su- supplementing their their uh, their uh, annual check-ins with video check-ins almost, right? right. right? Um, so that's, uh, I'd say it's biggest strength. Yeah, whether you can see them, you can feel them, you can hear their voice, you can hear their their passion, mm-hmm. you can hear all the the elements that don't really come across in another medium. Yeah, and, so, and and in some cases, some of the some of the reasons that they kind of and I'll, I'll overspeak here a little bit that they kind of fell in love with that advisor, right? That they that sure. they chose that advisor to be their advisor. It, it sometimes it's yeah, it's your expertise and that sort of thing, but it's also just your quirks and, and sure. the things that they yeah. like about you that make working with you comfortable. And, and a video um, is an opportunity to remind them of those things. Right. Right. Yeah, you hear from uh, most advisors that it really is an important element, the liking element. People want to work with them. Yep. And video helps that. So so let's do a couple. I, I put together about uh, five or six quick Q&A questions about video basics. 
So sure. we're going to consider it almost like the like a like a startup kit. And let's start with one we've really touched on. Do I need a video camera? Or can I use my iPhone? You can use your iPhone. You can use your webcam, right? Uh, in fact, that's actually where I'd recommend most advisors get started um, is, is using a, a, a webcam is a little easier um, ah, to set gotcha. up. Sure. Um, the phone is nice um, in the sense that, yeah, it goes, it goes anywhere with you. So you can create a video anywhere. Um, the, uh, the phone has a small problem, and it's not a big one, but it, in that it requires you to set it up just right, and sure. and and, uh, and 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 that can be a little tricky um, because generally speaking, when you make video, you want the camera to be eye level with you, um, and and not to say that you can't do that with a phone by holding it. You can, but now it's now it's now it's a, it's going to have some fluidity to to it sure. because you're holding it with your arm. That is a type of video, and that's okay to make that type. But if you wanted to set it up on a tripod or something like that, well. Now, now you need a way to do that right with a phone. Whereas with a webcam, it's a little more straightforward in that it's mounted right on your computer. So it are, it's sure. already more or less eye level with you. Um, so so that, that's what I'd usually recommend um, uh, uh, because it's a, it's a nice way to have a steady you know, shot for yourself. Sure. And uh, it, it's interesting. You know, as I was putting these questions together, I almost didn't even think of a webcam. Yeah, you sure, think of a sure. webcam as... Mm -hmm as something you just use to communicate back and forth, not something you can actually capture video. Right, right. And use it. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, but it does the trick, right? Yeah, what an awesome tool. Sure. Yeah, in fact, I'd say that um, webcam technology is probably one step behind phone technology in terms of quality. So maybe not a recommendation that I would have given five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, if you go and buy a webcam, um, uh, well, obviously a lot of computers come with them mounted on there. Right. Um, and right. they can be really nice ones. Um, especially if you uh, have a, a Macintosh laptop or something like that. Um, but if you don't and you, you have one that plugs in ordering one off of Amazon or something like that, they have some really nice high quality ones sure. that basically rival telephones or phones from a couple years ago, which is, which is good enough. That's, right. that, that's, that's solid there. Um, so, uh, that's something to look into, but gotcha. the phone, the phone is great not to discredit the phone. Right. Like that's a, that's a really neat way. And especially if you're trying to do stuff on the road right. um, and right. show yourself around town, use your phone. That's great. Gotcha. But so no, you don't need a camera. Don't, don't buy a camera. Wait till year two. Wait till year two. Video. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. How about, uh, how about a script? Should I do it off the cuff or should I put a script together? Okay. So I, that depends on the type of person you are on camera. Right. 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 So some people really feel comfortable in that setting, um, can look at the eye of the camera, have that conversation, stay and keep in their flow, their natural voice, um, uh, and, and don't mind inserting ums and ahs because everybody's going to have some of those. I sure. just had a couple. Right. Uh, <laughs> everybody's going to have those. Um, if you're comfortable with that persona, um, which I actually encourage most people to be comfortable with that, then you don't need a script. However, if you're like the other half um, of people who who'd really just kind of get a little caught off guard if they're on camera, would prefer to read something um, and feel like they can give a natural delivery of that, go for it. The it, You have to experiment. The first sure. experiment is to try to do it without your script. Gotcha. Find out who you are. Okay, good. I'm no good without a script. This is, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can't live with this. Then you need a script. And that's actually where the webcam can be really handy because that means that your script can be the screen of uh, your computer. Sure, sure. Right? And no one can see. Right. Um, and then you're looking, you know, more or less at your webcam. Uh, the, uh, um, but a script, the minute you introduce a script, there's an issue, there's some other issues that you have to overcome, which is uh, um, you want to make sure it doesn't sound like you're reading. So right. you know, sometimes it will. So you're going to have to 
maybe do some retakes because of that. Um, and if you decide to do a script in some other way, like actually literally holding it or having note cards that you glance down at, okay. But you you have to find a balance there of how much is too much. Right. Um, it, it would right. be okay. It, it, um, I, every once in a while, I'll shoot a video. And, and at this point, I've been in thousands of videos, uh, right? So, you have, so I've racked right. them up. Yes. The um, uh, And there's been some where I've had to, uh, uh, I have a specific message that I need to deliver and it needs to be verbatim to that thing. And so I'll, I'll hold the thing and I'll actually do a little bit of a combination. I'll read that very important thing from the script. I'll look at it. I'll hold it up so they can see that I'm doing that. Gotcha. So it kind of uh, it makes it acceptable that I, I've changed my voice basically. And then I'll put it down and I'll turn back to the camera and and start speaking in my natural voice again. Um, gotcha. So, so there's not, there's it doesn't have to be one or the other. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, I, th I think I know the answer to this one, but I want to ask it. How about accessories? Like a microphone or lights? What do, yeah. is, are those required or is that year two stuff as well? It, you know, it's, it depends on your situation. Generally speaking, it's going to be year two stuff. Um, uh, in the first year, what you're going to want to do is, and this is assuming that you're going to shoot your videos in the, uh, you're going to want to find one really good spot in your office or your home or your home office. This one spot that you keep shooting videos in over and over again, where the background is good. Um, you get some lighting maybe from a window, mm -hmm. um, which mm -hmm. can do, which we tried, you know, um, the, uh, uh, if you can't find or create a space like that, then you actually, then you do need to supplement it with like, you know what? I need a light. Um, gotcha. uh, and there's plenty of resources out there, um, like starter, um, lights for video would be the Google search. Gotcha. Um, uh, but I, but I would wait on all that stuff. Um, because usually some of, even with those things that it, it can end up looking pretty rough. Um, so, so, gotcha. so, so actually finding a good natural spot, it can be better because your audience will be more forgiving of like, Oh, he's in his office. Of course the lighting's not perfect. Right. But, right. but you've chosen a, a select spot in your office that happen that looks the absolute best. Yeah. That was kind of, that leads into my next question. Do you, is the ideal background somewhere in your office? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Or should you use something different? Should you have a, a green screen you pulled back down behind you or something that uh, enhances it? Or is it? Uh, yeah, right, right. Um, the uh, I, I'd say start with your office, right? Mm -hmm. That's your, as in the world of brainstorming, okay, my office is the spot where if I was going to shoot in my office, all right, this is, I think I'd use this room. It's the nicest. It looks good. And there's nothing distracting. There's not boxes piled behind me and that sort of thing. Right. Um, if you don't have that or you don't like the result of that, um, then it, then it, it could be fun to kind of start to get creative to say, you know what, why don't we, why don't we go check out that spot? My, that, uh, the, my, the patio of my house has a really nice view behind me. Um, and sure. let, th maybe that would be an interesting spot, but I, but I say everybody should start with their office. That is the context that, uh, that your clients know you in. So it is a logical, um, spot. Sure. Um, uh, um, but yeah, play with it. Yeah. It, it can be, I mean, I mean, I actually, I like that patio idea. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> the, I do too. You can do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, now how about editing? Should I plan on just doing one take all the way through or? Uh, you know, ed ed editing almost sounds a little scary to me. Yeah. So that, okay. So th maybe some people would disagree with me on this. Um, but my advice would be one take. One take. Uh, I mean, you can do many takes, but you want to choose one take all the way through. All the way through. Because basically it avoids um, you having to learn how to edit much or um, do anything like that. And, and generally speaking, when it's a video of a person talking to a camera, 
which is mostly what these will be, um, what it is for an advisor, um, there isn't an opportunity to cut away to something. So there isn't an opportunity to make a natural cut. Gotcha. Right? So, so they call that a jump cut um, when you cut and you're still looking at the person. So it jumps. The, sure. you know, the person seems sure. to jump in some way. Um, uh, you can do that, but, but it's, but it's kind of a, it's a, you, you don't want to do it very much and it, it's generally frowned upon. Um, it's a little bit tricky to know how to do that right. Um, so that's actually, we're getting one take out like, shoot, you know what? That was perfect. Except for the last thing I would encourage you. Yeah, I know. Start over. Gotcha. Uh, wh what I find actually in that is that it's relatively cathartic to, to basically have, you know, a really great take and then I ruin it at the end, um, <laughs> uh, which happens a lot. Um, uh, I find that my ha when I have to redo the beginning of it, the first couple minutes, let's right, say, right. Uh, I find that I'm a lot more concise right, right. Uh, the second go around because I've basically practiced it. I've heard it really well once in my own head. Uh, sure. And I also heard some of the fluff and, and naturally trim it out. So, right. so there's, there's a benefit to doing it that way as well. Um, there, there's plenty of stuff out there about editing if somebody does want to learn about that. Um, but I would, uh, you can skip it. Um, if you just know when to start and stop your camera. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good ideas. Great ideas. Um, you know, as you and I were talking about this, you, you jotted down actually some tips sure. that you yeah. want to share too. Uh, so, um, again, grab your notepad, open it part of the browser. Cause this will help you through to make those videos come across just great. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I tried to pick relatively unconventional tips, ones that, um, I think are very particular to advisors that are shooting video um, and ones that I, uh, I don't see out there a lot. Um, uh, and, um, and the first one that I have is about framing. So, uh -huh. so framing is, is how you sit in the, the picture, right? The framing of the picture. So, the, uh, so a lot of times what I find with uh, people doing video for the first time, they'll set up the, the shot, they'll be in the shot, um, but they'll leave you know, they'll be off center or they'll be too low. Their head, their face will be too low in the, in the frame, the, 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 the video. Right. Um, uh, whereas you actually need to be a lot higher than most people anticipate. Um, about two thirds of the way up is where your eyes should be sitting. Um, the, uh, um, so, so my advice there is actually to shoot video, shoot a little practice video. And then you have, everybody has one friend or and maybe it's you or, or it's your spouse. Um, everybody has one friend who's really great at taking photos and that person can be trusted, right? And so what you do is you send your, your video over them or a screenshot of your video over to them and just say, hey, how's my framing here? And they'll say, it's great, but you should have cropped out the boxes in the corner, gotcha. should have zoomed in tighter. Sure. Or it's great, but you should have been higher in the frame. Um, uh, or it's great, you're too high, you know, you're, right. it, they'll see stuff that you're not seeing because you're not a, you're not a photographer. Sure. Um, and, and so, so that's my, that's, that's my first tip is, Shoot a shoot a, a still of your video or your video itself over to your photographer friend and ask them how's my framing and the, and the, and, the, and then use that framing over and over again what they give you yeah and, and you as uh, you might become immune to what's behind you but someone else may look at it and go oh gosh yeah. you don't want that picture there that's right uh, you, it may not it may not be a flattering picture or there may be a trash can in the background. Mm -hmm. whatever yep. it is it might just not work yep and this is in this isn't every single time this is in the spirit of setting up your like master shot right, right. like this is oh this is that spot that i go back to every single time it's my default spot you want to make sure that one's perfect um so i do a lot of video shooting at my desk uh, here whenever we do new product announcements and that sort of thing right so i've got it down where 
it, the first few times that I shot is like, eh, this is, the, the, the framing's okay, but I don't like that that, the, the cup of pencils is right there. Yeah, so I moved, right, you know, right, so, yep. I, so you want to get to that spot and kind of question your framing until you got it perfect. And then you just set it up every single time that way. All right. Okay. So this next one, this one, this next one's going to be a little controversial, Mike. Okay. So I, I'm on, ready. almost to the point where I thought maybe this isn't even safe for the podcast. Okay. buckle up everybody here we go so i i i want everyone to know out there that it is okay to wear a little bit of makeup in a video oh boy and now i'm not talking like rocky horror picture show jumping off the ledge there all right so so obviously uh, you know with their our men and women advisors out there. Um, and I think the female advisors are not going to be as shy about using makeup in a video. Um, uh, and, and my advice to women um, who are shooting video is the amount of makeup that you generally want to use is, is, is the amount of makeup that you use for a night out. Um, but generally you're aiming towards kind of uh, <laughs> soft features. Um, uh, and so, so a little more powder and that sort of thing than you normally would, because that's what happens over the course of a video shoot is you get a little, uh, you get a little, you get a little wet uh, on the forehead and that sort of thing. You get a little shiny and that sort of thing more quickly because you're, you're talking and you're, you're under light. The, the light, yep. right? And so um, it's so, all about you. That's right. But the bigger mystery is what are men supposed to do about makeup? Um, and here's what you need, gentlemen: um, is you need a little bit of powder for that just that reason that I described, right? So and that goes on your forehead so that your forehead doesn't look shiny. And the goal here. It's basically so you don't look distractingly sweaty, <laughs> right? You're not trying to look prettier. Uh, you're trying to look not distractingly sweaty or shiny. Um, so, so a little bit of powder on uh, any part of your face that's basically pointing upwards, which is your forehead, the top of your cheeks. I'm looking at Mike's face right sure. now to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the top of your nose. Um, so you put a little bit of powder on there, and they sell it in different colors, and you get the color that is closest to your skin. Um, and you just put a little bit on, and it does the trick. The other thing that you're going to want to have in your bag of tricks is what's called concealer, and it's just what it sounds like. It's something that's skin tone, so you again get that in your skin tone, um, uh, and it's basically for when you you know you have like a blemish or something like that, or maybe um, a spot on your face. Um, it's it, it's not, and again, it's not about making yourself look prettier, but you have to and recognize that you when you're in a video and you're talking to a camera, you are you. And you are also a subject. So you're the right. subject. So right. someone can, in our natural conversation, people will hold eye contact with you for a certain amount of time and then they'll glance away, right? Right. Um, and so they, so they won't focus on you quite as much as they'll focus on you in video, right? They'll right. stare at you from beginning to end. And so you need to eliminate anything that's really distracting, um, both on your person sure. and in the scene. But so that's where, so sometimes I've got a video shoot I've got a blemish, right? And and so I, I don't want that to be a part of the video. It's not a part of the story that I, right, that I have right, a pimple right. on my chin. <laughs> so 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 I'll right. use concealer those days. So that's and that's just so that's a more rare um, piece of makeup. Um, but it allows you to still do your video without creating a distracting moment in it. Um, and so just a tiny bit on that sort of thing. So not a big deal. You can hide it in your desk. That's what I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's very true. I mean, when we started to do video. Uh, you kind of introduce that notion, and uh, it makes a big difference because 
especially if you're doing it under the lights or you're right. doing anything that lasts a period of time, your heart rate naturally gets up. Yep. You get a little bit sweaty and uh, you don't want to give that impression to the people who are watching the video. Yep. That this conversation makes Brandon anxious or this talking about the financial markets might gets a little bit worked up. Right, right. It's not a part of that's not the story. That's not the story. Yeah. So anyways, that's my tip about makeup there. The um um the uh, other thing that actually really helped me as I started making um uh videos uh, more often was recognizing, you know, where my audience was, right? So they're right there on the other side of the camera. And I know some of this stuff by the way sounds a little scary. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Describe it. Yeah. But um so so I have a person in mind, um just a a, a general advisor because that's who the videos I'm making, that's who I'm talking to. Um so I have that person in mind and that person's name uh when I'm talking to the camera and I, and I kind of remind myself, okay, so and so is right there on the on the other side of the camera. They're in the camera. I'm talking to this person. And so it's something we it's a nice moment right before you shoot where you look at it and you say there is somebody in that camera and i'm talking to them okay go right and so it gives you a certain an intensity sure. um, and a directness uh that's really important whereas if you just treat i'm talking at a camera right now and i'm going through my speech right that's very different than i'm talking to bill right you know exactly. so, so you sure. kind of just remind yourself okay it's time to talk to bill bill's right there in the lens of the camera okay let's go and so for advisors i'd kind of you know I, i'd actually encourage you to who, who's your top client or who was one of your first clients or something like sure. that get that name in your head okay it's susan all right susan is who i'm talking to all right susan's in the camera ready go gotcha so it's a nice little helpful like camera interaction thing that makes it more yeah, it personalizes it. It, mm -hmm. it makes it sound more like you're. It, it's more of a conversation that you're that you're having with someone versus you're having it with an innate object. That's right. Yep, exactly. You'll be more you. Yeah. You, you, the, the, the you that people know if you if you give yourself that pause. Um, and then the last tip that I had um, was, uh, you, you, I know it can be difficult for an advisor to know. Well, so what? How am I supposed to act um, on camera? Am I supposed to be very serious? Am I supposed to be? Um, uh, which which version version of myself am I in this moment? Sure, right. Um, and and here's the the advice that I give advisors out there is, you want to play the role of a very sincere person, right? That's and if you kind of have that in your mind, and and of course everybody out there is that and is capable of that, right? Um, but that's the version of you that you want to put on camera, a very sincere person. So 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 that allows you to understand the gravity of what you may be saying. And give it the proper inflection based on that, because you're you're for, you're pushing yourself to be sincere um, and to mean what you say, um, and to think about the words as they come out, not just read them or uh, parrot sure. them in some way. So so that so when I'm sitting down to create a video, I, I'm really not thinking about anything more than okay, you know what? Let's make sure I understand the topic here. Let's make sure that I'm being sincere and not just talking about something. I'm being sincere about that thing. Um, uh, and that's all the acting that I need to do. Right. right? Yeah, right. Like, um, and so that's what I'd kind of, that's the version of yourself that you need to invoke when you're on camera as an advisor. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, Brandon, do you ever, as you create these videos as uh, the advisors do, do you, uh, how do the fact that people consume a lot of information on mobile devices versus their desktop, mm -hmm. does that ever factor into how you plan or proceed with it yeah so so if it it does because it, it means 
in my case, sometimes I'm doing cutaways and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I re have to recognize that if I'm cutting away to something fine, like um, uh, a screenshot or something like right. that of, a, of our interface, um, then I, uh, um, it won't be read or seen on mobile devices. It'll be too, 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 too small. Yeah, too, yeah. too small, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so if you're ever cutting away, for sure, that. Um, but what is probably more interesting and ap uh, applicable to, to an advisor is people watch your video in places where they can't turn up the audio, right? So um, closed captioning, has become really, really easy. It's free when you mm -hmm. upload your video to YouTube. You can request a caption, and it's about ninety percent correct. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and it, it's not, it's not perfect, but one thing that I've noticed is nobody expects closed captioning to be sure, very perfect. Sure, uh, sure. It's, it's understood yeah, that it's going to be the nightly news. Mm -hmm. It never is perfect. So, so that's okay. And so, so I'll do that, and and actually gives you the tools to update it if you want. So if you're like, I didn't say that I said this so you, you can just type it over um, uh, other hosting formats allow the same sort of thing allow for you to order closed captioning but basically if you do that that means when somebody has the video muted mm -hmm. it'll automatically show the closed captioning and when they unmute it it'll take it away so ah. it's kind of so it's kind of neat how it, it works yeah um, it, it does the right thing for the right situation so so definitely worth considering that's, that's, a, that's a great question I and mean, more of a new technology yeah. Um, that's that's really at everyone's fingertips yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's very true because, you know, you go to websites now and video starts to play right. automatically. And, it, you know, if you're in an office setting or in an environment, it's suddenly playing over your speakers and it's quite uncomfortable. So most people have their devices muted. Yeah, yeah. And let's not, <laughs> yeah. let's not mince words. People are people are taking the, their phone in the, into the bathroom with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so it's the, the technology is caught up with our habits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing I won't do. That's answer the phone in the restroom, but that's, <laughs> that's just me. We're, we're in a world of new normals. New normals is right. You know, as you were talking about sincerity, a question popped in my mind just about attire. Sure. How does how does how is someone is it should they uh, should they force a look or should they adopt the look mm -hmm. or is it more what they're natural in? How would you uh, coach people on that front? I, I would coach people to never err on the side of profession over professional. So if you're gotcha. thinking if you're thinking you know in terms of professionalism, seven dial it up to eight and you're probably right. Gotcha. Um, uh, I would encourage people to never it, rarely. Is someone going to be charmed by your casual wear? Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd love true. to. I'd love to believe yeah. that that's true. Um, but uh, um, the uh, but but it's it's it ends up being more distracting, especially if they've never seen you like that before. Sure. Um, so if they see you in your lawn mowing clothes, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it is a little different. If you're shooting a video like I'm going on a hike, um, right? You know, like, right. You should not be in a business yet. But um, but uh, don't think that it's that easy to get away with it ends up i think just being a little distracting whereas if you just um uh, if you overdress a tiny bit um the uh, um no one no ever notices that no right. one ever thinks oh he's awfully overdressed for a video right Th that that's not a thought people have right but talking about the stock market performance in shorts and flip-flops doesn't emit the right approach yeah i <laughs> i think you nailed it yeah exactly <laughs> you want to be a little more buttoned down than that right? so yeah so so look good you know but the, but at the same time you know um i um you don't have to overdo it yeah one one of the big uh so those are great tips brandon thank you for putting those together we've got so uh by this time i think i hope everybody's got a lot of uh talking points to remember there we've got a couple more questions i want to run brandon through because one of the biggest stumbling blocks in the past was hosting a video 
Uh, you can't simply upload a video to your website like a PDF. You have to host the video somewhere and then provide the linking information to your website or your email. What, what advice would you give a financial advisor about hosting a video at this point? What, the, everybody knows YouTube, but there's yep. a myriad of other options, and what mm -hmm. are the pros and cons, and what should they consider? Yeah, I mean, so YouTube should be your default choice, but unless you have reasons not to use it. So, so YouTube is great. It has the closed captioning, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, it also allows, um, uh, it's really easy to upload to YouTube. It'll get you some traffic that, um, that you weren't otherwise gonna get because it's searchable. Um, but be honest with yourself in knowing that the majority of traffic that you'll get to your video will be traffic that you yourself create, not necessarily organic traffic. Gotcha. There, there'll be some, um, but most of the traffic that you're gonna get is gonna be you pushing people to that video, sending an email saying, hey, look here, gotcha. putting it on your website right. saying, hey, look here. Um, the uh, the alternative that that we use and that I'd recommend for advisors, um, if they want a little more control over their video, um, uh, and by control, I mean, when it's on YouTube, somebody can grab your video and use it, they can embed it somewhere else. Um, probably not a big issue, but but maybe you're not comfortable with that. Sure. Um, so, uh, and we're not comfortable with that at FMG Suite. Um, so uh, um, we use uh, um, Wistia, that's W-I-S-T-I-A, um, and we've used them since the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, And they basically allow you to upload a video um, uh, without making it so that people can grab and take that video or download that video for right. themselves. Um, so you kind of retain ownership a little bit. Um, and they actually have... Uh, um, they allow you to do things like create little channels. Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of the anti-YouTube of like, hey, you know all those things that you don't like about YouTube? The fact that it recommends other videos right. that you I have no... say advertisement recommendations. Right. right. Mm -hmm. um, it allows you to, uh, to control that universe a little bit more. So the only recommendations that would come up would be your videos um, uh, when you share, like you, when you build a little channel and that sort of thing. Um, uh, but that said, um, uh, Wistia costs a few bucks. Gotcha. Um, and YouTube is very free. Gotcha. And YouTube is relatively easy to share with. Yeah. And it's, uh, mm -hmm. right. Gotcha. Okay. So we're getting into the home stretch here. I wanted to do uh, just a couple of rapid fired questions to Brandon, just about uh, some common questions that I get from advisors. Um, and this one really does, the, we're just going to push them right down towards the, the video. Brandon, should uh, you do you want to create a video once a week, once a month? How frequent? How do you want to do it a little more to get your um, to get your video get your video mojo together? Sure. Yeah, I, I'd say if you're getting started, monthly or biweekly is great. Gotcha. Maybe weekly, um, but notice that you're but recognize that you're creating a pattern. Um, sure. And if you suddenly started creating a bunch of videos, think about what that's like for your audience. It's a little strange to dive in quite so quickly. Sure, yeah, <laughs> right. It's right. A, it's a little kind of like, hey, what's going on? Uh, why 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 is why is this a new thing? Because sure. it is very impactful and memorable. Um, so you kind of there is actually a little bit of argument to kind of ease into it with monthly or biweekly, and then ramping up from there. Right. Interesting. You know, I, I work with a, a gym owner and. I I tried to get him going on videos, and mm -hmm. he did. We did a, probably about ten or twelve, and then. He just hasn't had the oomph to do it. And right. He gets asked almost every day, when are the videos coming back? So really, okay, you yeah. really have to kind of be careful with the precedent you set, too. Yep, yep, it'll be noticed. Yeah, it'll be noticed. Uh, do I need a director? Do I need somebody to tell me I'm doing good, doing bad? Or how do, how do, I, how do I get that feedback? Yeah, it's really difficult. 
because there's no question people are going to tell you what they think you want to hear. <laughs> um, the uh, um, uh, a director, n- n- no, but sometimes it is actually nice to have somebody. If if you have a camera or you're you're doing the shoot, if there's somebody in your office that you really trust or your spouse, um, uh, who you just actually feel more comfortable around um, than being alone in the room with a camera, sure. Um, uh, that I would I would suggest to include that person and have them there, and then they they can give you kind of honest feedback. Um, the uh, and I and that's actually I you know I I insist on there always being somebody with me um, from my team uh, just because I. I feel more natural and more myself right. when, in that case. Um, all that said, uh, um, if somebody has not been in the room with somebody else who is directing, uh, if you, if somebody's directing you or giving you feedback for the first time, they don't do that every day. Um, they're going to give you a lot of feedback that you can't really take action on gotcha. because in the end of the day, it's kind of like a sports sporting event. <laughs> like you can prepare, but then you take the field and you play the game and the yeah. clock ticks and it is what it is. Shoot um, better. Shoot better. That's right. Exactly. Shoot better. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so some of the stuff you just can't do and and that that person, you know, right. you, you you just have to realize they're going to give you some advice that you can't take and so to not I, I just let that kind of gloss past right. me of like thank you, you know, and then I sure. and I try to integrate it, but I only 50% of the time really can I integrate the feedback that I'm getting from my quote-unquote director. Gotcha. All right. Well, here I saved kind of a uh, kind of a big question for the end because this is one that comes up quite a bit with financial advisors because they they're they're they 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 have a finite amount of time and they're trying to figure out what to do. Do they create a blog post or do they create a video? And really give people an idea of what is the difference. What's the how should they view a blog post versus how do they view a video? All right. So 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 I. I'd put it this way with a video, let's say it's, a, it's, a, it's the exact same content. The right. idea is the same. What you need to communicate is the same in either one of these cases with a video, you and your personality and your relationship with that person will take center stage and the content itself will take kind of a backstage. All right. So, um, it'll still, it'll still be understood. It'll be consumed. It'll be actually pretty memorable because it's coming from you. But the most important thing that's actually happening is a, is a relationship moment. Sure. Um, in a blog post or an email or a letter, the content itself by far takes the the center stage. Ah, interesting. So, so there is kind of a strategy there where if, you know, if what you have to communicate, there are some topics that just aren't, that are just better letters or blog posts. Um, because the content is critical, um, or it's, it's all that matters. This is not a relationship moment. Right. Um, right. But, um, but with a video, you can kind of, you can get a little two birds with one stone, but, but do know that like you're creating something new in the room that is bigger than the content itself. It's, it's a new, it's a moment. It's a brief moment sure. that they're spending with you, um, that they weren't going to otherwise get. Right. And so, and so is that something you I mean, I, I certainly think it's something advisors should be cultivating regularly and it saves them a lot of time. Um, uh, the amount of time you spend trying to connect with your clients one-on-one is, 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 is important, um, but, it, but it's not scalable. Whereas uh, video allows you to have some of that. It's not as great as one-on-one, of sure. course. Um, but you can really, it's a scalable version of connecting with people. Um, but that's what it is. It's not, it's not purely a, uh, a, content delivery system you know right. a message delivery right. system yeah i think that uh, uh, 
that's easily overlooked. They, the video itself is, is you delivering the message. The, when you get a blog post or you get an email, it's just there. Yeah. There's yeah. no, and there, your signature's there, but there's no personality. There's no delivery. There's no inflection. There's no, nope, nope. There's no spirit. No spirit. The, no um, spirit. <laughs> the the um and, and that's actually you know is something I I didn't mention before, but but and it hasn't come up. But I want advisors out there to know is when when you create a video, and and the audience that you're sending it to, these people are rooting for you, mm, right? right? These are these are your friends, your clients, people that you've served, people that want to see you be successful, want right. to think of you in a good light. Um, so all those little mistakes or um, imperfect lighting and that sort of thing, they're not seeing that. It, it doesn't mean that you don't aim for perfection. You you, you should. Right. That, that, that's what, that's what you need to show up and do. Um, but know that the these are your fans that you're sure, you're talking right. to. They are. Um, and and so it's it's reason to be encouraged as you kind of stumble towards perfection over time on something like this instead of letting it hold you back. Gotcha. Awesome. Brandon, thanks so much. Uh, everybody, I hope you took uh, some notes, got some great tips, because uh, the video is just going to get more popular and more widely used. We're looking for, always looking for different ways to use it here at FMG Suite. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Market Emotion Podcast for Financial Advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.